Returning for what the third time? Third, third time. time. Our good yes, sir. friend, Mr. Mike. What's going on, fellas? Nothing much, man. Good to good to talk to you in person. Yeah, yeah. This is like the text group. <laughs> yeah, I seriously, I text you more than my wife. <laughs> yeah, it it's always stupid too, from all angles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, our uh, our text stream is just it's ridiculous. It's the dumbest uh-huh. thing. It's not for other people's eyes. No. <laughs> it's it's definitely profane. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what it's all about. Good deal. Well, glad to have you. Yeah. Um, so I have a story that ties into a lot of different stories for you guys. Um, but I had a really horrible uh, couple of days because I spent the weekend in New Orleans working at a trade show. It's the NADA show, which is like a big, um, it's like a North American Auto Dealers Association. And so anybody who has anything to do with a car dealership, front end or back end, is going to be at this show, right? And it was kind of fun, you know, like we went downtown and looked around on Bourbon Street. You know, it's like the very first weekend where they start doing all the Mardi Gras stuff. Because Mardi Gras basically lasts for like a third of the year. Okay. They start like <laughs> six weeks beforehand. So we got to go down there and see some of that, which I don't think I've ever actually been to Bourbon Street before, which is kind of where all the action is. Um, but it was pretty fun. It's just a big line of like bars and liquor stores and strip clubs and, you know, just people, like, goofing around and having fun and stuff. Um, <laughs> it, it's the only place I've ever been, heck, uh, like, panhandled for a beer. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, this, like, honest. Just, yeah, look, I want a beer. Yeah. Oh, it was, your, it was even better than that. The guy comes up and he goes, hey, uh, you, you fellas got any change? And we're like, no. He goes... Well, can I have a sip of your beer, man? I'm just trying to get drunk. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, that is yes. Yes, you can. And so I just gave him the rest of mine. <laughs> yeah, you could actually have it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you'd want it back after that. Well, that's. I feel like that's the litmus test for panhandlers. Because, you know, everybody's, like, paranoid that they're actually, like, pretty well-to-do people that have just figured out that they can you know, leech off of people and make a decent living. Like they park their car around the corner and then they just go home afterwards and take a shower and order a pizza. Well, um, yeah, I used to tell Davis about it. I went to college with a couple dudes that went every night to uh, home tiger games and just basically pretended they were homeless and made quite a decent amount of money every night. Well, that's the litmus test. If they're willing to smoke a cigarette off the street like basically a filter, you know, or drink a secondhand beer. Like that's a legitimate homeless person or close enough for, for government work. <laughs> close enough for me. <laughs> also like, you know, all these people were throwing beads and stuff and like that wasn't as crazy as everybody makes it out to be. Like 
they basically just give them to any female fully clothed whatever you know but they also like stand in the balconies of the businesses and try to hit unsuspecting people in the face with them as they walk by huh. which huh. i feel like that's more my speed i think i could get over that <laughs> yeah that's uh as you written all over it yeah it did actually i didn't get hit but yeah they threw some at me <laughs> nice i didn't even have to pop out a booby <laughs> so it was already out yeah, it was already out. I had my shirt tied around my neck, so. I don't know the last time I heard the word booby. Booby. <laughs> well, that that falls into, like, the very short list of, of things that Casey is allowed to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, so after the, after the show, like, uh, Sunday, I flew out. I flew to Atlanta. I was supposed to go to San Jose and then drive down to Monterey, California. But I got to Atlanta at about 5 p.m. Um, somewhere between then and like 7 o'clock, Delta's entire computer system worldwide crashed. I heard about that. Yeah, and I was caught in the middle of it. So, like, you know, we board the plane. They're like, uh, you know, we're having computer difficulties. Just sit tight for a minute, and we'll see if we can get this, you know, sorted out. I watched an entire movie on the plane just waiting to actually, like, take off. Uh, Batman: The Killing Joke, which was actually pretty good. I watched that. Yeah, I thought it wasn't bad, was it? No, no, I liked it. Well, so anyways, uh, we had to get off the plane, and then we reboarded, (laughs) and then we got off. Okay, then we got we finally got on the plane. They said we were going to take off at 11 p.m. Okay, I've been there since five, and we take off. Things are looking good. We're going to get there late because it's a five and a half hour flight, you know. Um, but we make it about an hour and a half, and the captain comes on the radio and he's like, So, all of our electronics on the wings are like on the fritz. So, we're having to fly everything manually, which means we can't go high enough to make our fuel last all the way to San Jose. So, we're going to have to go back. Something terrifying. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> and I think everybody was just so annoyed at that point that they like weren't even afraid. They're just oh like, god. "Oh, you got to be kidding I me!" I would have ate a bottle of Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is brutal. Yeah, so we fly an hour and a half back to the airport. We get off the plane at like one thirty, one forty-five, um, and you know, there's a hundred. 100, 120, whatever a plane holds. It was a pretty good-sized plane. People, like, standing at the gate trying to figure out, like, what's going to happen because it's now, you know, almost 2 in the morning and nobody's getting to San Jose anytime this evening, you know. So we're standing there. There's one gate agent, poor girl, you know, that's probably supposed to have gone home already. She doesn't know anything what's going on because no one does nobody's made any decisions yet about like okay well are we going to reroute these people are we going to get a different plane like what are we going to do so everybody's being pretty decent like people are annoyed but they're being pretty cool except one old couple yep they're like (laughs) mid to late 50s guy and his wife and they're just like in the whiniest voice possible just screaming at this girl from mid crowd like, where, 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 we, we, we were supposed to be there by now, and well, the captain said that we were good to take off, and here we are again. They brought us back. <laughs> Blah. 
and he just keeps yelling at her and yelling at her. And the poor girl, she's like trying desperately to get a hold of the tower to find out what's going on. Like, please call me back. Uh, I need some directions here on what to do with you know all these people and stuff. Everybody being cool except for this guy just won't leave her alone. So he keeps hammering her and hammering her. And then you know the crew, which by law can only work a certain number of hours, right? Once their hourly limit is hit, if they can't make the trip within their hourly limit, like, they can't do it. They just got to go home, got to go get some sleep. So their time is up. I mean, they have to go. So as soon as the uh, captain and the flight attendant start walking off the plane, this guy, like, literally sprints over to him and starts screaming at him. Like, oh, what is, you just you just said we were fine. You said we were fine. We said we were, we said we were going to San Jose, and then you welcomed us back to Atlanta. Like, what's the deal with that? This is ridiculous. You guys are a bunch of idiots. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, it's so late. I've been up for so long. Like, I just couldn't listen to it anymore. So, like, I just looked at him, and I was like, hey, why don't you toot it down a notch, you old douchebag? Go sit down. He's like, <laughs> It's like, like the whole crowd turns around and looks at me and is like, oh. Everybody started clapping. <laughs> yeah, did you get a slow clap? Just yeah. About, yeah. A bunch of people told me, like, good job afterwards, but he's just like, and he just walks off. I love people that just can't handle the fact that shit happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, it sucks. That's a brutal situation, but, like, what's going up and start screaming at the captain going to do for anybody? It's, like, it's unavoidable. Don't you think that? Like, yeah. Like, There's nothing you can do about it. It's an unavoidable situation. It's not anybody's fault that they're in that situation, but like you just have to yell like somebody has to be to blame. You have to yell at somebody, you know. Oh yeah. It's just it was oh. ridiculous. But um earlier in the evening, well, okay. So at some point, I'm in the airport. I've been up for a long time. Um uh, been eating airport food all day. So, um, B-dubs? Yeah, I ate, I ate Buffalo Wild Just Wings for breakfast. shove it B-dubs all day before he gets on a plane. <laughs> I literally ate Buffalo Wings at 6 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's very late, and uh, I'm like, well, I got to poop. So <laughs> I, I go to, to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, and it's a big airplane, airport bathroom, like, you know, probably like, 15 stalls in there and then a bunch of urinals and stuff like that and uh there's this bathroom you walk in there's an area right you know right when you walk in there's like this big room full of like sinks and then some urinals right and then you walk back another room and there's like another big room with like one wall that's almost completely urinals except for like two stalls down on the end and then the wall on the opposite side is is all stalls so I walk in, I kind of walk back towards like the back one. I think I, w- I was in the second to last stall, right? And so I'm sitting there, I'm doing my thing and I'm playing on my phone and stuff. And um, I just keep like noticing like shoes walking by, <laughs> like the same pair of shoes. Like, keep oh, your foot on your foot. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to hear the, the story of Casey's toe tap adventure. Don't jump ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm thinking like, well, there's got to be other stalls open. It's not that busy, you know. But these, this guy just keeps, you know, walking past. And uh, 
you know, after a while, it's, like, starting to get annoying, you know? So, like, I kind of, like, glance through the crack in the doors, like, what's what's he doing? And uh, he's vigorously rubbing the front of his khakis. Like, rubbing and squeezing. I'm oh, like, Not drying. What? Not drying his pants. No, no, no. He's, he's, he's like... Some- Back in the back, you know, walk, keeps walking by the stalls, like the front of the, the bathroom stalls, and he's he's literally just, it looks like he's just digging at his crotch and, like, squeezing it. I'm like, that's <laughs> uh-huh. not how you counteract the urge to go to the bathroom once you're past the age of, like, five, you know? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> and then I realized, like, he's a... Uh, He's targeting my stall. Like, <laughs> he's literally just keeps getting closer, and you know he keeps he like kind of pausing the there. And yeah, like I don't want to look up, you know, and make <laughs> eye contact with this dude. But like I can see he that he's like definitely squeezing his boner through his khakis, uh, trying to get some doo doo puss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm starting to get like very uncomfortable. Like, what what is going on here? You know, I mean, it, gonna... and then somebody would walk back into the that that area, and like it's not empty. Like, there's a lot of people walking in and out, and like when somebody would walk in, he would kind of like shuffle back over towards the urinals and stuff, and then he would come back. And the stall next to me, each uh, the stall on both sides had somebody in it. Well, I hear a flush on my left side, which is the end stall, you know, up against the wall. And that guy's buttoning up his business, and I'm like, oh, no. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Yeah. And so he leaves, and sure enough, the dude, like, saunters in there, and he's, like, not – he's obviously not there for – he's not there to take a dump. Like, he's shuffling around in there. I keep seeing his shoes, like, you know, like, getting very close to the edge – and like I'm scooting my, I'm sitting sideways on the toilet trying to avoid, you know, anything that might come from that direction. Like he's, I was just—he's uh, there to take a dumper, not a dump. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be you. Yeah, I mean, I literally, I thought like any second now a boner is gonna pop out underneath that uh, stall, and I'm gonna uh, have to like kick it. <laughs> or well, you have to. Or bite it. Or bite. <laughs> or bite it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd take it for a spin. <laughs> yeah. So he he's like shuffling around in there and stuff like that. And he keeps like he keeps sticking his shoes kind of under the stall at me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta I gotta finish here. I gotta I gotta finish this up. So I'm trying to like you know finish up what I'm doing, and you know then he walks back out and he goes right back to just staring in the crack at me. Like <laughs> yeah. squeezing his bone through his pants. Yeah. He, All like, three eyes. Revert it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know, if he would have stayed in the stall, I felt like I could have just, you know, popped out of there and ran basically, you know, out of the room and been fine. But like, I didn't want to walk out and like come into contact with this dude. So then he keeps pacing back and forth, pacing back and forth. And then the stall across from me, like directly across from me, the guy walks out and. So now he he goes into that stall and he's just standing there with the door open, just like 
just like raking the front of his khakis and staring straight through the crack at me. What the what? fuck? Yeah, and I didn't know whether to like, should I yell at him? Should I tell him like, go screw himself somewhere else? You know, I didn't know what to do. I was like panic mode. And like finally <laughs> I, I look up and he's just like standing there open mouth just like, like staring me in the face through the crack in the stall. So I just like glared at him and like gave him a super dirty look. And he finally like sauntered out of the bathroom. But I was like, oh my gosh, that is the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me ever. Yeah. 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 You're almost a little pincushion. Yeah. I didn't get raped, but I did get spank banked, I think. Oh god! Like, dude, I just was... said something. Should I, dude? Settle down. Yeah. I'm black in both your fucking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. Like, I kept contemplating. Like, okay, what should I yell at him? Should I tell him to go? Like, you know, there's other I people sure in there. I should have yelled at that guy. Oh, I should have. I should have. But I was just like frozen. You know, like not sure what to do at the moment. Like you kind of wonder. Be, like, is this this guy? Out. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like, did this guy? Is this his first time, or has he done this successfully before? I don't know. Like, where somebody was like, "Yeah, come on in." Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I need a hand in here, please. You just wonder, like, sometimes, like, you know, like when guys like use like horrible pickup lines on girls, and you know, when they're just complete douches, and you're like, "Does it has ever that land?" Work for you? Like, I don't know. Like, you just wonder, like this guy, like how many random bathrooms has he went in, and this was successful with this. Yeah. Adventure. And like, what is, what is, how do you measure, like, what is a successful attempt in that point? Do they, do they let him in the stall and do stuff? Or do they like do it under the stall? Or do they just kind of like, like stare at each other and, and rub one out in their pants? Like, what are they, what is a successful uh, attempt in that kind of little, uh, little yogurt high five? They plow each other. What is it you in the want, bathroom dude? with people around? Oh yeah, yeah, but it's it's what like super late in the in the morning, early, late, I mean, early. Yeah, but there was a lot of people there because everybody yeah. was stuck. Well, and it's like, uh, a lot of times make it a make it a party. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, hang on. I gotta. I get that's my luggage. Your luggage. What do you fellows been up to? Nothing. Oh, just a bunch of work. Yeah. You know. You know my work, dog. You know yeah. my work. I just got done coaching fifth grade basketball tonight. Yeah. Exciting. Fun. It actually is kind of fun, you know. So while we were while Casey was telling his story uh before he was raped. We're leading up to that point. Um, I was looking through eBay for XS500 tanks, the square tank. Yeah. So far, I'm on page... uh, One second. Let me get to the bottom here so I can be conclusive. I'm on page 20, and I've only found one tank, and it was $500. Yeah, I'm telling you, those things are... If I would just... I had two. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> One you just like welded a bunch of danguses on. Yeah, you, so did you. <laughs> Everybody did. I think another one we shot. 
I think you put a bunch of bullets through another one of them. <laughs> I think we literally did. Yeah. Yeah, these things are all over the place. Worth of tanks and... <laughs> yeah, because they were so abundant. <laughs> oh, not anymore. Not anymore. No, no like I said, Sucks. one of them so far. So, what do you do when you see an epileptic taking a bath? Drain the water? No, toss in your laundry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's my new favorite joke. Uh, that Mark, one is you pretty hear, You want to hear an awesome blonde joke I heard today? Sure. Anybody? Well, obviously. Well, it's just funny because like, where I work, everybody thinks it's funny. Um, make, it, make it an albino right. joke so that it's self-deprecating for you. <laughs> like, well, it is self-deprecating because I am blonde. So, <laughs> Anyway, a blonde goes into work one day, and her mom died. And uh, her boss was like, well, do you want to go home? I mean, you know, you seem pretty upset. And she's like, no, I'll be okay. And then after lunch, she was sitting at her desk crying again. And the boss was like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? And she's like, I just found out my sister's mom died, too. Do do do. Yeah, that like, is the the dumbest <laughs> joke ever in a while. I, did I say it was good? Well, I might have said it was good sarcastically. Didn't, no, I don't. I don't think you don't have to worry about that. You definitely didn't say it was good. You just said it was a blonde joke. And uh, well, yeah, done. that was about as shitty as I anticipated. <laughs> well, when's the last good one you've heard? Man, so I remember Upper. when I was in fourth grade. Um, this guy's like, this dude that Hanging was much the older than me in the, at school, he goes, mm-hmm. hey, uh, why don't blondes like water skiing? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, well, every time they w- get wet, they think they have to lay down. And I didn't get that until like sophomore year of college. <laughs> like, I always remembered it, and I never understood it until like, oh, oh, oh. Well, that was stupid. That's been floating around in there for like a decade. <laughs> How do you get a one-armed blonde to fall out of a tree? You wave at her? Uh, yeah. Oh, classic. Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. <laughs> <laughs> they all elicit huge laughs. They yeah. do. They do. Yeah. Like I said, at work, like people actually laugh like from the bottom of their gut when somebody tells them that joke. Like it's like that was like that made my day. Oh man! Wait till you start busting out the "you might be a redneck" jokes, and they'll, they'll just be dying. <laughs> yeah, like two decades yeah. behind on comedy. Here's your sign. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's coming here, and I think I would rather I, all I would rather die than watch that man. I think he sucks. <laughs> but uh, Bill White. Burr's got a new Netflix. But no, Ron White's really funny. It's that's a uh, Bill Ingvall. Oh. Uh. He's, he sucks. He's not very good. Um, <laughs> no. Bill Burr's got a new special on Netflix starting today, I think. Which means it has to be good. Yeah. Bill Burr. Have you guys ever watched dude. that Bo Burnham guy? No, I don't think I ever did. Oh, man. There's two of them. He's got two of them on Netflix. All three of you, that's your homework tonight. Seriously. You'll okay. love it. I will watch it. If you don't, bill me. I'm doing a I'm doing a set tomorrow. If you're in Wichita, come out to the Looney Bin, and uh, I'm gonna be getting on stage, telling Are Michael's blonde joke. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Let's, uh, no, seriously, that Bo Burnham guy is probably one of the most creative comics I've seen in, like, I don't know, ever. It's it's like the evolution of Dimitri Martin, but better. Oh, okay. You know, like, he, you know, he plays music, and but, like, there's a lot of, like, sound effects coming from the stage, and I, it's just really neat. A lot of light effects, and, like, it's really creative. I'll, I'll definitely have to check that out, because I like uh, Dimitri Martin a lot. Yeah, well, so do I, you know, and yeah, this guy's good. So, uh, do we get a do we get a sample of your your new set? No. Why not? Because I don't feel like it would uh, it would work very well in this format. Because it <laughs> catch it on Netflix when it comes out on there. Wait, no, what? <laughs> I'm at a loss as to as to how you think this will be different than standing in front of other people. Uh, are you gonna, are you going to tell a bunch of our jokes? No, I'm going to talk about uh, Willie Nelson. And he knows that no matter how funny he is, we will all try really hard not to laugh. Yeah, that's so that, that is a part of it. Well, <laughs> like Davis and Ian in particular would be a hard audience. Just stone face. <laughs> you know, just trying to. Uh, yeah, just just go ahead and start 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 your set, and we'll give you constructive criticism, so that uh, you know tomorrow will be more of a success. Yeah, I and... don't think so. Hey, Come on, are you gonna day. do the? Whoa, I just flew in from Wichita, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> yep. are you gonna start off like that? <laughs> yes. Exactly. I think if I were a stand-up comedian, I really might start with that. <laughs> just <laughs> like, like just hit on every like really bad stereotypical. Uh... <laughs> well, I watched I've... a guy in uh, in Washington. I went to an open mic night, and this guy got up on stage, and he did like four minutes where he pretended to be in a bad badly dubbed Japanese movie. <laughs> See, was, that's creative. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. Like, you know, Norm MacDonald does that sometimes. Like, he'll he'll just, like, bomb on purpose, and it's just funny, you know? A Tim Heidecker just does that. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it's funny, but I think you kind of have to have credit before you can do that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You might <laughs> sell like, wow, it a guy... little too well. Yeah, right from the beginning. <laughs> wow, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> Genuinely. So, Mike, I think the audience would like to hear an update about uh, the townie who's stalking you. Oh. Yeah. You know, nothing really has happened since that. Well, start at the beginning. Tell us. Just tell the story. This is a great story. I love this story. Okay. Um, well, it was probably eh, like a year, like a year and a half ago, like the end of summer of 15, probably this guy kind of started showing up, like walking around and, you know, no big deal, whatever. He seemed polite. He always, like I said, I told you guys, like he always, like if he'd hold the door for you if you're going into the store and say, you know, you're welcome, sir, or whatever, you know, he always called me, sir. And then we start finding, we find out that he's on like the sex offenders list. Okay. And it's like, the dude's like 19 or 20, something like that. But apparently he was um, in a chat conversation with like a 12-year-old girl. And it was a pretty explicit conversation. And supposedly the story from him and his friend, you know, his friends and stuff, is that 
you know, she told him that he, she was, you know, 18 or something like that, you know, whatever. But anyway, he got put on the sex offenders list. This is very similar to the Jared Fogle story. Yeah. But, you know, and so, you know, we were just kind of like, eh, you know, he's, oh, he's kind of nice or whatever. But for some reason, um, he went to my parents one day when my brother was there by himself and he was like asking him if he was me and he wanted to talk to me and you know i'm harmless and all this stuff and then like we're getting phone calls from like his family and stuff like calling us telling us that he's harmless things like that you know yeah like well not his family yeah like his family like um i didn't realize like somebody other than him had called you yeah they were calling my wife being like well you know i don't want you to worry about your kids or anything around him it's harmless it was all misunderstanding blah 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 but you know, it just got to where all of a sudden this guy's like walking across our sidewalk and stuff a lot and like looking and you know what I mean? Like it just it's you started kind of getting the feeling like this guy was like fixated on us for some reason, you know? Well, I guess what was it? Maybe a month ago. Um, he gets or uh, my wife gets a Facebook message from some guy that's not his name. I'm, I can't even remember what the name was now, but um, there's something Chubbs. Like, well, yeah, that was that was his nickname or whatever, yeah. Damn. And uh, Great. so Chubbs is like, Chubb, yeah. <laughs> so Chubbs is like, hey, uh, I'm in quotes thinking about moving to Carsonville, but I hear about this Nathan kid. Is he a threat? And my wife at first is like, no, I don't think so. You know, we've talked to him a couple times. He seems all right. You know, but. You know, we had been kind of nervous about him for a little while, and then it just kind of faded off, you know. And honestly, we didn't think about him. And then, so this guy just keeps texting my wife, keeps texting her, text, texting her a bunch. And all of a sudden, he starts calling her. And, you know, he's like, just keeps trying to contact my wife. And finally, my wife was like, sometimes I wonder if this is actually that guy, you know because of the questions he's asking and things like that. So I sent him a text and I was like, you know, um, we don't really have any problems with this Nathan guy. Just, you know, um, leave my wife alone, quit call, you know, quit texting her. It's making her nervous. And his response was just, um, okay, sir. Or wasn't it? Yeah, sir. Or something. Yes, sir. sir. And it's like, (laughs) I know it's you, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I actually got to the point where I was really debating, like, calling the police and stuff, you know, and I I don't know, maybe I'm not describing the story as well now, but, you know, it really was a little bit nerve-wracking. It's like, it actually, (laughs) there's like this weird guy fixated on my family, you know, and, yeah, I don't know, it just made me pretty nervous, but, yeah, we haven't really had any more contact with him. My wife blocked him and everything, so, um, kind of in hindsight, it was almost like, um, I guess probably blocking him was probably the smartest decision, but in another way, curiosity kind of says like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, I just kind of wanted to see what this guy was going to do, but yeah, other well. than breaking into my house in the middle of the night. I was going to say, you'll, you'll <laughs> see eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, I, you know, I sent you guys pictures and stuff of this guy. Like you can tell he's off. I mean, there's something off on him. And it's like, I, it's like I said before, maybe I read too much true crime and I know too much about Ted Bundy and you know, shit like that. But you know, like, <laughs> You know what, Casey, you know who he really reminds me of, honestly, is, like, Ed Gein. Like, kind of <laughs> like this, um... Like oh, this, she's like, not missing. She's up yeah, at the house. 
reminds me of him because he's like slow. Everybody thinks he's harmless, you know. Oh, he's harmless, you know. Yeah. Well, if, when these people fixate on people, you know, I mean, that's when all of a sudden they're not harmless anymore. So, yeah, I actually was a little nervous about it, but that is kind of weird. Yeah, like there is kind of a parallel between him and Gein. You know, you should that's, go to his house and see if he has any like nipple vests or uh, <laughs> you know nipple skin belt. lamp-shades or anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nipple belt. Like, Ed Gein really had a nipple belt, man. <laughs> Did Ed Gein it, say uh, yes, yeah, sir? <laughs> he might have. Probably. Like, yeah, honestly, probably. Wow. And he was just so, living yeah. off of like canned beans. Yeah, literally. So yeah. the. Ian has coined this this guy the pedotard. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, so, I think that's an accurate. An accurate <laughs> you know. But you know, I you know, I wish I could have talked to you guys more back when, uh, you know, when it was like really fresh in my head because like it was, I was actually pretty concerned about it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you guys could tell. I don't well, know, but it, I mean, I was. You know, I mean, I have two daughters and. I have, you know, two sons and it's like, I don't really, and a wife that's here all day, you know, I, I just, it makes me nervous, you know? So it was just weird. And like I said, maybe I just read too much true crime stuff. I don't blame you. I mean, it's, it's unusual. It's unusual to like, like there is, he's obviously spent a lot of time thinking about you guys if he's going to all of that trouble. And like, you know, if originally he was, got in trouble for doing something over the internet, you know, over like social media, like he's probably not allowed to have a Facebook account or something, which would make, you know, kind of points towards like, oh, okay, well, why does he, you know, who is this guy that's messaging and stuff, you know? Right. And like I said, if he didn't say, yeah, sir, I may have (laughs) always, I may have always doubted it, but that was like, that was it. You know what I mean? That's what you're like. I literally texted. Yeah, yeah. may as well have, you know. You responded with derp. Yeah. Asterisk drools. (laughs) Wait a second. Like I said, I I thought about calling the police and just being like, is this guy supposed to be on social media and stuff? I mean, you know, I mean, I always thought that if you got in trouble for a cyber-related sex crime or whatever you want to call it, that you were no longer allowed to use that, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. That stuff is, like, so weird because... You know, it genuinely could have been, like, a very, uh, like, exaggerated thing, like the original event, you know. Oh! But how do you know? How do you know? I forgot about a huge detail, okay? Okay. And I might not even have told you guys this. Um, My wife, just before she blocked him, she got a phone, like, a call from this, I think it was, like, Chris Evans, Chubbs, you know, this guy, this fake name. She got a call, but right before she got the call, she got a text saying, oh, I, this guy, Nathan is actually at my house right now and wants to ask you a question. Oh, and then, yeah, I remember you saying that now. Yeah, and then called, and it's like, so you don't know this guy, and now all of a sudden he's at your house and wants to call. Like, I don't know, man. You're kind of the pedotard, like, for real, you know? <laughs> like... Like, that's really stupid. Like, and does any, would anyone ever believe that, you know, like three days earlier, I have no idea who this guy is. Is he a threat? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And now, you know, like I said, three days later, it's like, oh, he's at my house and wants to call you. 
you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's, uh, that's getting a little transparent. Did anyone yeah. say he oh. was thinking about moving to Carsonville? Yeah, and now all of a sudden he's at his house in Carsonville. I was thinking about moving to Carsonville, so I thought I'd text some random residents. Yeah. Quick, like, everybody does decisions. that. Just, I, you know, I looked up people that live in this town, and she was the first one I saw, and it's what do like you know? A, you know? It's like a grassroots Yelp. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he was, like, sending her messages and stuff, too, and I know I screenshotted them and sent it to you guys, but, like, it, um, just throw them on your website, just <laughs> block off the pictures. <laughs> um, why, uh, why does your wife have her phone number on her Facebook page? Well, I think that's been rectified, supposedly. Well, but, you no, you know what happens is he was calling through Facebook Messenger. You know, when you set up Facebook Messenger, oh. you can make voice calls on it, too. I, that's where he was calling from. That's so. What we should have done is the three of us, should, or the four of us, just, just started texting him and asking him about that guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just blowing his phone just up. out of nowhere. Just people that he has no idea who they are. And you're not even from here or anything. One guy in Kansas. Hey, what about no, this just guy? Just like, hey, I was thinking about moving to Carsonville. Yeah. What do you think about this guy? <laughs> what do you think what do you about know, Mike? Mike? Yeah, what do you know? What do you think about Mike? <laughs> right. What do you think about the president of that town? I kind of did yeah. something like that. Like uh, there was this guy that I worked with in Texas, and his wife worked at a gas station, and this dude kept bothering <laughs> her, like coming in every day and hitting on her and not leaving her alone, uh, like trying to get her to go out with him and stuff. She's married, you know. She told him she's married. Where's a ring? Um, but he just wouldn't leave her alone. So he kept asking for her phone number. Well, she gave him her husband's phone number. So <laughs> the guy starts texting her husband, and I'm riding with him in his truck. And so I took over the uh, the texting aspect of it and <laughs> just, just tried to elicit a, a, a penis picture out of him. No go? No. And then he didn't seem to understand that, uh, well, I don't think he was from um, the U.S. originally. I think there was a little bit of a language barrier. So he didn't seem to understand after a while that it wasn't her that was texting him. Like, he literally (laughs) said, like, hey, this is so-and-so's husband. Stop texting me and leave my wife alone. And, like, he didn't seem to understand, so he kept just being like, What's wrong, baby? What's wrong, baby? What's wrong, baby? Oh, wow. Nice. Send me a picture. And so I sent him a picture of me, and then he's still like, no, a picture of you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So I think I just created like a two-week text situation for the dude. I'm sure he appreciates (laughs) it. Yeah. It's something. uh... You know what? When you live in northern Texas... Like you got, you got to relish those kind of opportunities because that's the best entertainment you're going to have all year. Yeah. But yeah, like I, uh, my first wife, Julia, she was selling her car one time and she had her phone number on the for sale sign. And I don't know, apparently somebody, some dude saw her driving and just decided he was going to repeatedly call her constantly and the weird and finally she just you know she told him i'm married and blah 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 and he kind of stopped well like two and a half years later he called her again asking her if she was still married yeah it's like like can you imagine like 
I don't know, man. That's what I'm that's what I was saying earlier. Like, you just wonder, like, does this stuff work for? Like, does it work sometimes? You know? Yeah, it's like, like uh, he like, was so desperate it? at the time. He was just literally going through his phone, and he was like, "Hot girl car." Oh, yeah, well, exactly. give it a shot. <laughs> I haven't right. tried it in a while. He's got, he's got, he's got notes in his phone. It says married. <laughs> all back in a couple years he's got like a a timer set or like a reminder set to like call back in two and a half years set a set an alarm on it an alert (laughs) (laughs) like he wakes up one day and it's on his phone he's like today's the day you know what's gonna happen you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take so i can't argue that (laughs) if you don't ask the answer is always gonna be no there you go. There if you, you don't go. ask for the sale, how do you know? <laughs> the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over <laughs> and over again and expecting different results. We just got quotes for days here at 3OT. Yep. It's... <laughs> You're all uh, welcome. Two in the bush is something <laughs> in your hand. That's and, my favorite uh, Shoot it at a fat kid between the cracks. I don't know. Something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Davis always used to like, if you hit me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. He used to love it when I told him that. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. he'd be like, I'm going to hit you, and I'd be like, if you hit me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. And he'd be like, you better wake up and apologize before I could even finish. <laughs> yeah. That does sound exactly like something I would do to this day. Yeah, well, you know. Say, it, it was it was pretty redundant, but it was always funny, not in like a, a serious way, but like enough so like I knew it was coming. <laughs> or like, does Sasquatch have hairy armpits? He used to like that one too. Oh my god, you've been ninety years old forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just need him. Dude, I, we need to have him and Jowl on at the same time, and they can just volley those old man jokes back and forth for like an hour and a half oh yeah you should get that feller on here sometime he was supposed to do one with us when we were in michigan but um he's afraid he's scared he doesn't he doesn't want to i think he thinks we'll be mean to him well he should absolutely know that we will (laughs) why why wouldn't he just listen when you talk to me and just realize that yeah i mean that's about as bad as it'll be Maybe. Yeah. He's, Maybe we'll get him on one of these days. He'll do he's it. not a uh, he's not a an avid follower. Really? That's, no. I don't even think he listens to us, honestly. Yeah, they knock podcast have... access off where I work, so I have a hard time following too lately. <laughs> I'm falling behind on my LPOTL too. Mm. So That's they a shame. Access to podcast? Yeah. Well, oh. I don't know. They're just how like they going, they're just, yeah. they're going like, um, really crazy with like the, not crazy, you know, I mean, you know how it is, but like, um, I don't, well, they're just, there's a lot of, there's like somebody there. I don't, and I, I kind of know who, but like, there's somebody there that spends eight to 10 hours a week shopping on Amazon on the internet. Oh, like yeah. there's just a lot of people that like really abuse their time, you know, like they just really abuse the internet. So they're just like blowing everything out like i manage our company's facebook page and i went to do it today and it was blocked and i was like uh somebody's gonna do something about that because 
you know, <laughs> I kind of need to get on there. So, so working in an office environment, like if you had, okay, if they said get all of your work done as fast as you can and then you can go home, like how many hours a week do you think you would work? Oh, it just depends on the week, you know. I mean, that, that's that's why that that's like such a great deal when employers actually do that, because it depends on the week. There's some weeks where I'd probably work, or probably most weeks I would work between thirty and forty, but there's definitely some other weeks where you're like, eh, maybe after like Wednesday afternoon, I'd call myself done this week, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. It would be nice if it was that way, but Davis, you used to be you used to have a pretty leisurely gig, and now you're like running everything. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, uh, I kind of bit off a bit, and I'm, I'm still chewing it. But uh, yeah, I, I think if I, if I worked all week, and then actually said, okay, I'm gonna set my own off time, it would be somewhere around the next week. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty familiar to me too. That's I keep telling everybody, I'm like, I need to learn how to say no to things. Like, like I'm just, I'm just like always coaching little league, and then I'm, you know, now I'm coaching basketball, and it's like, <laughs> you know, and it seems like we have like two meetings a week, and just like wow. I feel like when somebody asks me to do something, I just give them a vague answer and don't do it. That that, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's not like purposely. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I could look into that and see what I think, and blah blah blah, and then I just don't do it. <laughs> I just like never actually get around to do it. It's like never my intention to not do it, but I just don't do it. I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wish I could do that. Yeah, see, I, I, you uh, you you were too confident, and now look at the mess you're in. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm just hoping like uh I I've been saying this since like oh, okay honestly realistically um I think it was May last year like we were supposed to be done 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 with this project and it's been nothing but a constant struggle since like September not of last year but the year before is this the same so, one that I'm yeah. involved in a little bit? Yep. Um, so, in in theory, the new done date is supposed to be uh, March 1st, and that's, that's just for, like, the official. And then, uh, you know, there's, there's going to be all of, all of, like, the follow-up and stuff like that. But... Um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be close to like a year and a half for this project. And wow. uh I mean, are you guys like in the middle of like you have other projects that you're working on too? Oh yeah, yeah. This one's just mine. The one that you like, know about. That's going to be like the longest relationship you've ever had. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's all pissed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least like the the most consistent one, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I can. I, I, the best I've gotten out of you in a while was when I called you Richard Gear the other day. <laughs> in, a, in a runaway bride reference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
forgot about that. Oh, I can't even imagine the context that that came up in. Just, I, I don't even think it was... people getting getting left standing at the altar. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And there was me. There's me. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. PC, uh... you're a fucking sadist. <laughs> he is. He like, comes up. He, like, when you talk to him and stuff, he's like, I'm oh, just a really nice, friendly, funny guy that'll rip your heart out in one yeah. second. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's because of shit like thing. that that people want to jack off on your face, you dummy. <laughs> this is called karma retribution. Yep. I think you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Calling sixty-year-old men douchebags on the on the plane. Although right. that guy, I think, had it coming. But. Well, yeah, he 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 sounds clearly like a like a douchebag, but. You know, it also takes another douchebag to yell at an old dumb douchebag. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. So. <laughs> well, so it's like me, you know, every once in a while I have to yell at 10-year-old kids that aren't mine because I'm coaching, and that's fun. That was in, like last week I actually had to yell at a kid because I, you know, you have to substitute him in and out. And as he was coming off, he was like, I always get taken out. And, like, he's actually the kid that plays the most. And I, like... He, like, sat down, and I just, like, put my finger in his face, and I was like, you ever talk to me like that again, you'll be sitting the rest of the game and for the next two games, you know? And uh, his dad was, like, ten feet away, I realized afterwards. But then I he talked to his like, dad, and his dad's, his dad's like, what, was he giving you his mouth? And I was like, yeah, and he's like, chew his ass out. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, at first, I was like, oh, you know, here then- we go. And then creepy basketball coach was like, yeah, he was giving me his mouth, just not in the way that I like. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's if you led Boy Scouts. I'm sorry. You've gone too far. Oh. No. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah. You uh, learn how to say no to things, but. I don't, I don't think I could do that. Like, uh, uh, on, like, very, very, very select occasions, um, like I'm, I hang out with my nieces. One of them is 17, and the other one's seven. And I can't handle either one of them properly. Like <laughs> my my first reaction to either one of them, if there's anything not going the way I like, it's fuck you, shut up, which <laughs> which never goes well. But like yeah. I, like first I I just have a I have a problem because I. I'm not around it all the time, so I can't I can't draw that connection between like, hey, they have to learn to get to the point uh, of where you're at right now. So like my brain just I can't comprehend it. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? You're so fucking stupid. And they're like, oh, I've just this is my first time holding a gun. I'm like, oh well, so I don't know. When it comes do to it right. uh, should know that when it comes yeah. to parenting, you're like of the uh, Bobby Knight school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hard. hard I was kind of the Bobby Knight school for a while, and I kind of realized, like, yeah, I'm going to calm down a little bit, you know? <laughs> like, I'm going to quit getting so mad. Because, like, you know, you just get to the point where you're like, all right, I tell this guy to do something. You, For some reason, some stupid reason, I expect it's going to be done. And yet, 
I know it's not going to be, you know? And so I just have to just try to quit getting so mad about that. (laughs) You know? And, uh, but, you know, like with like the kids, like coaching and stuff, it's like, you know, like you kind of just, there, a lot of the kids on his team are friends with my son and, or stepson. He, uh, he said like, or, you know, like they all want to play, but nobody like is taking any time to teach them how to do anything, you know? And I'm like, well, you know, I could kind of probably get my fat ass off, you know, off the couch one night a week or, you know, and actually go play basketball with these guys and try to teach them some stuff. So, you know, that's what we started doing that. And that's, I don't know, like I said, cause nobody else is going to do it. So, and these guys want to learn, they want to play and, you know, I don't know. We always had people that helped us. So I was like, well, I guess I'll do it, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, there you go. A long, stupid story. I was it talking works. to one of my friends at work, and she was saying, like, yeah, I uh, I had, like, kids' sporting events and stuff all weekend, and I feel like all I did was just yell at other people's kids. Yeah. Like, the whole week. Like, oh, that sounds brutal. I yeah, Well, a lot of times, those weekends are like, um, hey, yeah, it's Friday night. Oh, we have basketball tomorrow, and we have something else Sunday and whatever, and all of a sudden it's, like, Sunday night, 9 o'clock, like boom you know like instantly you just never get a you know feel like you never get a break but it's supposed to be worth it someday they say (laughs) (laughs) what they say Mm. good luck on that one we'll see (laughs) so clunk why is so quiet over there i'm just listening yeah i was going through your list of uh twitter jokes (laughs) (laughs) some of these are great Dude, every week they pull out fantastic ones. Who? Uh, pleated jeans. Uh, but Casey, can you guess which one? Uh, dads are like boomerangs. I hope. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before. I feel like I've said that before. <laughs> I feel like I've cried that into a pillow before. I really feel like I have heard that joke before. Uh, it's it's probably it's probably been sent across the uh, the podcast before. It's just funny. I don't know. <laughs> I found. Uh, it. Yeah, it's not a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> It's more like a brick just sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Like a lawn dart. <laughs> I, want to, I want to throw that, Dad. It's a kite. It's stuck in a tree. <laughs> What's your dad like? Not a boomerang. Not a boomerang. Not a boomerang. Wow. <laughs> Man. Sorry. Thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I was um, I was going pretty hard at the uh, the roast me section of Reddit for a while. Yeah. But, do you have a Do you have a favorite? Um. Well, there was this. My favorite <laughs> that I've uh, that I've created myself was. There was this 
like goofy looking kid with glasses. He was real awkward looking and stuff. Looked like he might have been a teenager. And I said, if you've never fallen out of a tree while masturbating, I'd be really surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of the better ones that I. But I don't know how you. I don't know how you see like the more recent ones. I don't. I don't understand Reddit. Like I'm trying to navigate my way through it, but uh, I don't know. That is a website I have never been to. I think that's what makes Reddit so charming. <laughs> that you just no no idea what the fuck's going on. Well, because it's just archaic. There was a. Uh, Kind of a chunky-looking redheaded girl on there, and I said, <laughs> "He sounds all ashamed." I of said, himself. "Dang!" Yeah. So that's yeah. what happened to the catcher from Sandlot. Uh... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she the one that hung herself on Facebook Live the next day? <laughs> yeah. uh... That's the thing is like with some that of comment you, strapped you've... to her like chest. If you read the other comments, you don't feel like that's that that bad at that at the time. But then afterwards, you're like, "Oh, that was." That well, don't was put. Mean. Well, they're volunteering for this, right? Right. I mean, yeah, and they're asking to are be you, burned, right? Are you just seeking these people out, Casey? Just random people. Uh, well, they just, post... just roasting <laughs> random people. They're just gonna make an gonna announcement on Facebook, like, "Hey, look." Uh, for all intents and purposes, all of your pictures say roast me. To me, that's that's <laughs> what I I'm proceed concerned. from here. There's another guy that had a big double chin, and I said, do you inflate that neck sock sack to ward off rival males? On a positive note, craning your head under all those bathroom stalls has left you with a strong jawline. <laughs> one guy was a youth pastor he's like new youth pastor roast me I'm like I'm guessing you became a youth pastor because nothing makes you harder than telling preteens to quit masturbating <laughs> yeah that's a brutal spot of the internet that's a don't, don't masturbate ask someone to help <laughs> I uh a youth pastor, perhaps? <laughs> it's like, you're not supposed to masturbate. You're just supposed to wait until you have a dream that you can be ashamed of. You know? And, <laughs> and ruin your sheets. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember being at a party one time, and I had this roommate that was real odd that nobody really liked. And there's, like, all these girls standing around and stuff, and he's like, we're talking about pet peeves and he's like he's like my my biggest pet peeve is when somebody wakes me up in the middle of a wet dream and everybody just kind of like stared at him like okay uh anyways <laughs> uh, yeah that's creepy as fuck he was such right. a tool that kind of begs a question all right and maybe it's weird but has anyone ever actually had a wet dream? Because I have not. I have not. I haven't. I don't even know what it. I guess I need to. <laughs> I just always assume it's like, I don't know. Do you piss yourself or do you actually come to uh, fruition? 
I don't know. I don't. I think you literally. <laughs> just... It's never happened to me either way. I don't. I don't... <laughs> like if you have like the a whole... week's worth of a... if you have like a week worth of arrive in you, like do you have like? Uh... Do you... Does that happen? Just the most official and polite way to put it. Or do you actually come to fruition? <laughs> uh, Mike, you're going straight from like a uh, little league coach to like sex ed coach. Yeah. And uh, Which when, is a, gen- when a gentleman likes a lady, he will come to fruition <laughs> in her nether regions. <laughs> when that happens, it's a beautiful, natural thing. <laughs> Unless you're in, unless you're sleeping, like I, I, I don't know. Like, really, is the definition? I, do you piss your pants or do you come to fruition? No, like, really, you, does anybody know? I think you come I think to it's fruition. fruition. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you all right? Rem ejaculate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's never so you're happened. Also, to me. here to help people learn. This never it, happened. To it's me. had to have happened to me before. I don't know. I, I didn't – I don't know. I wouldn't be embarrassed of it if it did. You know, I mean, I think it – people talk about it like it's a very common thing. <laughs> like I wouldn't be embarrassed of it. I, you know you know that I'm self-deprecating enough to admit it, but um, it's never actually happened. So I don't know. I'm upset that I've always had to work to come to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm getting old and fat, I'm always out of breath and tired. Right. Your uh, your problem in that area has led you to carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing too is like, um, you know, people would always. I remember people always like in the dorm and stuff would be like, like, oh, don't you hate when you get a boner in class and you have to like walk out with your books over your crotch or something? I'm like, yeah, that never happened to me. Either. <laughs> I, like, I get a I get a boner, but I just I just run with it. I don't worry about it. Like yeah, if they're make staring at my up, crotch, then who cares? But you, you stick straight up against your abdomen. No one can tell. I also <laughs> found out last week that I was, or a couple weeks when I was in Michigan, I visited one of my old accounts, and um, I'm sitting. I'm very alarmed by this story. Well, I'm sitting in one of the manager's offices with a couple of the guys and stuff, and the service director comes through and he's like, "Oh, talking." Shit. And he goes, "Hey, before you leave." You need to figure out why they call you Fat Cobra. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, you need to figure out why. Everybody around here calls you Fat Cobra, and you need to find out why. And I I look over, and the other two guys are like beet red, like tomatoes, and they're just going. And apparently one of the female employees there, um, while I was still their sales rep, I guess she spotted my boner through my pants and dubbed me Fat Cobra. <laughs> what? And everyone <laughs> called me that, so I had a boner-related nickname the whole time and didn't even know it. You had a... Just working, wait. Working the dealership <laughs> getting boners? I was going to say, we're kind of skipping this big part where you're at work at a dealership with a boner. I think yeah. we're skipping that part. <laughs> you have, like, a, a, a no-reason boner. You know? It's like uh, it's like morning wood only during the day. Like it's not <laughs> there. It's not there for business. It's just there. Right. <laughs> why? Why fat cobra? <laughs> Apparently, it's a movie reference, but I don't have any idea. I suppose I could. Google is it, it. Is it like a reference to your fat dick or your fat self? I... 
<laughs> let's just assume asking for a friend. Let's just assume it's my enormous penis. My my, uh, yeah, my extra oh, medium no, no. sized penis. Uh, it's your uh, the most inconvenient ones I've ever had is like in junior high when you're like dancing with girls for the first time. It's pre- it was pretty uncontrollable then, but I'm not like I've had pretty good control it. of it since. Fat Cobra is a uh, a Marvel character that is literally just a sumo wrestler. <laughs> so so they were just being nice and saying that it was about your cock when they were just calling you a fat ass. <laughs> This is. I do not accept this. I'm sticking to my story. It is because of my my average sized uh, skim flute. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Happens everywhere. They're not calling you fat fuck. Not at all. (laughs) No, no. No. I think. I think uh, having a giant butt it like uh it helps me out in that region because there's just nowhere there's nowhere to hide anything so it might maybe it looks it's like an optical illusion it looks bigger than it is yeah 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 i think uh as we discussed this last time it was uh it was your pants having their their tinsel strength just absolute tested by by the girth of your posterior yeah like jeans, you know, have like those uh, kind of like circular pockets. They're kind of shaped like an L. Dress pants always have the ones that are just straight on your sides. And my butt's so fat that like any pair of dress pants that I buy, I can buy like a size 48 dress pants and still the pockets just stick out like like wings because my <laughs> my butt is stretching it to its breaking point. Do you always buy pleated front dress pants? No, I never buy pleated front. Because then, it, like, I just stretch out the pleats. Guys, you have to get flat front pants. But, but yeah, but even the flat front ones, it's like the shape. It's the way that the pockets are cut <laughs> into the pants. It's my enemy. Ah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's too bad. Yeah, so, you know, I slap on those and, like, a stained polo shirt, and I just look like every fat guy in the in the line at Golden Corral. Yep. <laughs> My problem is they literally just do not make pants that fit me. They, they're not made. Like, every pair of pants I get has to be too long because they're like, um, like, if you're this big around, you're six feet tall. At least. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just... Shorts? There's no such thing as shorts that don't go past my knees. And I hate shorts that go past my knees. Like, I like, like, John Stockton. Like, no, but, like, not past my knees. Because, like, on a fat guy, like, long like shorts eight. really just make you look fatter. Early yeah, 80s uh, basketball shorts, that's all you yeah. wear? Yeah. So just, yeah. To, just your tip hangs out the bottom? <laughs> like, my boxer briefs are longer than my shorts. Like, they used yeah. to wear spandex, like undershorts that were longer than their shorts <laughs> you should just make cutoffs out of everything and let your pockets hang out the bottom yeah <laughs> you just, floozy I, my find uncle roger find a new place to shop for shorts <laughs> uh the best ones i found were at eddie bauer of and course. i'm not really an eddie bauer guy but you know apparently you are 
They got nice yeah. stuff. Yeah. If you like tan and, you know, off green only. Maybe brown. You like a little brown? I don't know. Yeah. So I think of the... It's like, uh, you know, I'm a professional during the week, but I get crazy and do some birding on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. I, I wear short pants on the weekends. <laughs> these I ones, specifically. I my shorts on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I zip these off and out comes the tip. I don't have any leg hair halfway up my calves because I wear dress socks, dress socks every day. That takes your hair off? <laughs> yeah. I mean, mine are all right, but uh, you're, you've never seen people with like... Like an older guy that has an uh, office job. <laughs> yeah. He literally, yeah. like, never gets rid no of No hair up to the calf. Sock dents in his leg. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a bit of that, and uh, so does Jowl. Yeah, all you guys. Yeah. <laughs> half hair. I'm starting to get it a little bit, but not too bad. Uh, yeah. I think my legs are the only part of me that's really hairy. Although my back is getting progressively hairier as I get older, which I do not like. <laughs> it's like I don't have any chest hair. I got like a ring of fur around my belly button. So it just looks like uh, a big disgusting donut. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what's funny is it's like every year that you get older, like I've noticed anyway, like my the treasure trail just gets bigger and bigger and higher and higher. Like, see, you're younger than we are, so, like, you know, give it a few years, and it'll be all the way up to your chest. Yeah. You're going to like it. You know what I've noticed? I, why does your belly button lint never match the color of your shirt? It doesn't make any <laughs> sense to like me. Dirt. Mine always matches the color of my shirt. Yeah. I feel like mine never does. Like, if I wear a black shirt, it's coming out of there, like, blue, you know? It's because it's like the color of shirt you wore like three weeks ago. <laughs> it is one of those Usually. things like I just never remember to check in there. Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah, every because once in a while, I'll be like, shit, I need to dig my belly button out. Mine's so deep, you know, you could put a yeah. fist in it. Yeah, that's where I'm hiding my weed if, uh, if I ever get pulled over, just tuck it way in the back. Shove it in. <laughs> They'll not know. This belly button has a false bottom. It's got a, hat. it's got a hatch in it. Uh, okay. Uh, what? Yeah, we should probably wrap it up. But <clears throat> before we do that. Um, okay, so at lunchtime, you come home and I let my dog out, maybe find some food, usually don't, just kind of hang out for a minute, not think about work, usually end up thinking about work anyways, but I watch, uh, I watch videos on YouTube and, you know, usually watch like three or four of them and then I'm like, okay, time to go back, gotta go. So as of recent, uh, I've been watching uh, a few of them, like Bully Fails, which are great. Um, so it'd be it'd be like you, Chubbs, yelling at that old cocksucker at the airport, he's being a bully. You. Yeah, and then and then someone just comes and lays your fat ass out, like punches <laughs> me like a white supremacist. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah just lazy out like a bitch. So those are fun to watch. Uh, another one is um, like motorcycle crashes. Not not like bad ones, you know. And, and I was thinking about this earlier. I, I feel okay watching this stuff because I know Nick and Lane and, and a little bit of Mike and, and Casey, I know you guys have seen way worse stuff on the internet than I can even think of. So <laughs> I don't feel bad with watching like the occasional motorcycle wreck where like someone goes flying over a hood. Yeah. But those are those are super entertaining to watch. And then, a, uh, yeah, I'm slowly desensitizing to uh, any type of bloody violence, I think. Broken leg videos still get me. Oh, oh yeah. who sent Did the I one send the other one? day with the uh, the weight bench, the leg yeah, press? Yeah, I sent you that. Yeah. Oh, what? that was bad. Oh, yeah, you didn't see that? I yeah, that was that was fucking gnarly. I tricked a yeah. few people Both into watching that. Both legs backwards. Oh, because uh, nobody uh, sees it the first time. So yeah, it's it's, it's a video of this girl with a, on a leg press machine. She's obviously doing more than she should. She was a young girl, and. Uh, she pumps, you know, she pushes it out once and then brings it back, pushes out again and locks her knees and her knees literally bend the wrong way like a G.I. Joe. <laughs> it just folds her right up back into it. It's awful. And everybody Where? does the same thing when they watch it. They watch it the first time and they go, wait, what happened? And then the second time they're through there, go, uh, oh my God. Oh, oh fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. <laughs> and then just like your phone out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the reaction every time yeah that that video is fucking gnarly but uh okay so the last one that i watch that i that i hope actually happens to me at some point is uh road rage videos like people just talking about huh i might know what one you might talk about well, I've I've watched a lot of them, so it's it's hard to narrow down just one. Oh. But like, there's all of these like uh, bad drivers and uh, like road rage compilations, and like there's these people, which I don't understand because uh, for me, if someone was gonna cut me off and get out of their vehicle and try to fight me. I would seriously run my truck into their door and just break it off and then keep driving and call it good. <laughs> call yeah. it so I'm, like I'm, I'm not hoping at anybody. some point. Yeah, I'm hoping at some point I can make that happen. I'm I'm sure I'll fuck up at some point and and someone will get angry with me and try to cut me off and maybe drive in front of me and fight me and flick me off or something. So yeah, I when that happens, I hope I am smart enough and aware enough uh so that i can run their door off i um i'm generally like not prepared for a fight because um all of my fighting training comes from playing streets of rage for sega genesis and uh (laughs) the only style that i mastered was the kid with the rollerblades which i rarely have on me and uh (laughs) i'm just not putting myself out there unless i got my blades brah no you should just do like uh human button mash and just <laughs> as soon as as soon as you get to an altercation just limbs everywhere i think that's that's what needs to happen i thought about seen the... like assaulting that dude that was outside the stall door 
like Street Fighter style. I thought about just whipping a turd at him and yelling, Hadouken! Hadouken! <laughs> <laughs> Opportunity lost, man. You could have. And and that would have been totally justified. And uh, Or maybe Hadouki. That would be pretty good, too. Yoga ball kick! <laughs> you seen the Road Rage video where there's, like, one of those assholes on the, uh, like, the expressway on a crotch rocket, like, going, like, you know, like, 100 miles an hour, like, splitting in between cars and stuff like that. Well, like, another car, like, pulls out in front of him, like, hits the brakes. And he, like, slams into the back of the car, but lands on the trunk of the car. Yeah. And it's I think completely I fine. That. He, like, like, almost, does he do a flip? Enough. Yeah, he like flips onto the like the trunk of the car. And there's another yeah. one where a guy gets hit and goes onto the hood, but it's like, wow. Still, my like, favorite road ra- road rage one is the the redneck dude and the guy on the crotch rocket, and then the other dude comes up and just headbutts him with his helmet oh, on. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. That's the best one. But I saw another one, and maybe one of you guys sent it to me. The one where the guy whips the rock at the guy's window and shatters it. They threw, like, okay, he's riding, and this car comes up beside him and, like, throws a beer can at him out the window. Like, purposely just chucks a a can of soda or something like that at him. So he picks up a rock off the side. Like, he stops, picks up a rock, catches up to these people, pulls up beside him, and just whips this rock at the passenger or the driver's side window. And, like, you would have thought it would have just, like, cracked it or something. It literally shatters it. And he's just like, what? And he just takes off. Man, that one I saw, no, I saw maybe like a month ago. I saw one. Uh, I've saw. I've seen it a couple times, uh, and I think it's just kind of making its rounds. There's a, a dude on a bike, and he's cruising along, and this car fucking cuts him off, like coming out of like this gas station. And like when they slow the video down, you can see that something falls off the falls off the car so the biker picks it up and it's the dude's wallet and they're in uh europe or something so they're driving on the left hand side but but operate the vehicle on the right hand side so the motorcycle speeds up to the dude and uh you know the the driver starts flicking him off and stuff like that because the bike's riding right next to him he's just trying to give him back his wallet so the the car goes cruising off and the biker again speeds up right up next to him and is showing him his fucking wallet and the (laughs) dude's like oh shit you know so he pulls over and uh and like you can you can hear him talking he's like oh man i'm sorry about that i thought you were just being a prick you know so he he hands him his wallet and then also still on the top of his car was his cell phone so like the biker reaches over, grabs the cell phone. He's like, "Oh, here's this too." Just throws it up into the air, so it smashes right in front of the driver and just goes speeding off. <laughs> wow! He's like, ah, oh, that's what he gets. I actually, I I saw a guy run from the cops today on a sport bike. I oh, didn't. No shit. I mean, I didn't get to see how it ended, but this dude <laughs> probably like, well. He whipped into the. Tur- it was at a big intersection. He whipped into the turning lane and pulled a Yui, and then just <laughs> off he went. And this cop like turned on his lights and took off after him. But he was he was going fast. Like I don't think he caught him. Yeah, there's guys that make videos of just trying to bait the cops, and then they just take off. Those are What's kind of the, fun. There's like that. 
There's I, one day I watched a whole bunch of videos of this like uh, a big group of black dudes, and they were on like dirt bikes and four wheelers in a city somewhere. Oh yeah, and they just like they just ride wheelies for like thirty minutes, and then they they'd like see a cop and they'd all scatter and outrun them and stuff. Or I saw this one and it was from another country, like somewhere in Europe, and these got these cops in an SUV were chasing a guy on a on a like a dual sport bike down a trail. He must have been riding where he shouldn't have, but like the guy kept like stopping in the middle of the trail to flip him off and then he'd just take off driving again and just put a big distance between them. It was really funny. I I just would never have the balls to do that. No, because I mean, it, yeah, you can get away. Uh, but if you're if you have a license on the bike, they're gonna be waiting for you. Yeah, if if they catch your license plate, I mean, it, you're gonna get it eventually. Probably gonna yeah. have a warrant out for your arrest too. You know. I just wonder if there's if there's some type of uh, like loophole because like if your if your face isn't actually seen, like you can be like, oh, actually, I you know let my neighbor borrow it. Hmm. Could be wasn't anybody. me. Yeah. Yeah, you fight that ticket. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder how legitimate that is. Just as soon as is. you get away, call the police and be like, somebody stole my bike. Yeah. It's kind of like those. Um, those lights that take, or the the speed cams and the lights that, if you run a red light in some places, they'll take a picture of your license plate. But you can just say that you weren't in the car; that it was somebody else. And they can't prove it, <laughs> so they have to throw it out. Well, they have some that take the picture of the driver too. Yeah, like that was my buddy with a uh, with a mask of my face. <laughs> just got to with the mask on. all the time. Yeah. As long as he borrows my car, he's got to look like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for insurance they, purposes. They just have to Google your uh, your Google Earth picture on uh, <laughs> on the uh, thing. They can see you see you taking a a shot out the window at least. <laughs> That's really weird. That was really strange. Yeah. Did it happen to be taking the picture the same time you were? That's really weird. Yeah. It was, okay. So I was on. Google Earth looking at a uh, sign we're going to do. So I was looking at the existing sign on Street View down in, it's like, I don't know, Southfield or something. <clears throat> so I then remembered, I was like, oh shit, Street View. I saw a Google car the other day. I'm going to check Fenton. So type it in, go down to Street View on the expressway, and I see my truck. And I was like, no way, is that really my truck? So I kept going forward, 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 and got close enough and saw the the sticker on the back. And for <laughs> sure it was my truck. So so I'm looking around at different views. And it blurs out your face, but you can just see my beard. So I'm looking at different <laughs> views, different views, and I'm like, oh, shit. That's me taking a picture, because I took a picture of it. And I pulled up <laughs> a picture on my phone. That's crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. <clears throat> it's like a um, happens to Ian thing. Yeah, it is a very happens to Ian sort of thing, yes. That, that literally happens to no one else. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I it looks super shady taking a picture of it too. <laughs> I know you get your phone like right <laughs> up, like, just driving along taking pictures. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Ian definitely looks like a guy that would that would shout, "Am I being detained? Am I free to go?" At a cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fly, but I will not open my window. <laughs> yeah, it, like. Those guys, I could, you know, in certain areas where, like, they get hassled all the time, like, I can kind of understand the frustration, but there is always kind of, like, a part of you that, that giggles when you see, like, a cop break his window and finally just tase him or something. Oh, you know? I know. Oh, yeah. Honestly, to be quite honest, when those guys are going, like, am I being detained? You know, when they're doing that and, like, all of a sudden the cop roughs them up, I kind of enjoy that. I really enjoy it. It's, like, it's <laughs> yeah. just... It's two scumbags, usually, is what it seems like. Just, just trying to, like, bait somebody, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Well, especially when they're going to put it on YouTube to, like, make yeah. a big scene out of the whole thing. It's kind of like, man, just just, just don't be a douche. Can you just get along? Yep. Well, yeah, you know, it's just no one can get along with anyone anymore, you know? it's It's insane. It's the sort of thing that wouldn't probably fly in, say, like, Mexico or Russia. No. <laughs> or, like, 2003, you know? Like, I, I, like, social media and everything has just turned everyone into assholes. Yeah, I, uh, I'll agree with that. I mean, everybody thinks their opinion matters. Everybody thinks they can try to catch somebody in something so they can, you know, go viral or whatever. It's like, who... Just live your fucking life. Knock it off, you know? Quit antagonizing everyone, but... Quit antagonizing. Just get yeah. along, everybody. Just come to fruition more. Just... Yeah. <laughs> People would come to fruition more. Yeah. I, th- stressed out. I think Just that's Ian's motto. The road. That's yeah. Ian's motto. Before you do anything, you should come to fruition. Always come to fruition first. Dude, it it makes a hundred percent sense too. Yeah, it is logical. You guys try buying a car, and then jerk off first. You're not gonna buy a car, guaranteed. Oh man, that was the only thing I was upset about for my uh, trip getting canceled this week was I had a uh, an Infiniti G37 all-wheel drive reserve for my rental car, and I was really looking forward to driving that. Yeah. You would have had a good time getting that stuck in, I don't know, some type of hole, mud pile, <laughs> sand, something, water. I haven't been stuck in a long time, so you can eat a butt. I could. I, I haven't won't. been in a precarious driving situation since uh, 4th of July. I had my minivan stuck in snow like a month ago. Yeah, there is, uh, there is my, my ice luge. That was pretty... Uh, pretty hairy wow that was crazy his his road during that ice we had an ice storm while i was in michigan visiting and his road was like the scariest road i've ever driven on oh you know was that like that was a couple weeks ago right yeah yeah i uh i drove to work that day and i pulled in my parking lot and i went to like pull into like a a parking spot and i turned my wheels and just continued to go forward and actually ran into somebody else's car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
this, wouldn't turn or this, stop. This right here is your attempt to tell them about it and take responsibility. No, I, I told them about it. <laughs> you know what's funny? Of course, because because it's me. It yeah. did nothing to their vehicle. Nothing. I was going to say, this wrinkled is... wrinkled up the wheel flare, scraped it all to hell, like, just mangled the front end of my car. Oh, and yeah. it, it was literally at probably, like, three miles an hour because but I was this not... This minivan? Yeah. Power van. Yeah. Power van 5000? Uh, Power van 5000. Yeah. I was going to say, this is <laughs> this is typical uh, Michael Falk type of story. Yeah. Just good and lucky. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly uh, it. You're gonna have to uh, the power van five thousand. You're gonna have to push it. Yeah, I already hit it. Oh. Yeah, destroyed the front end of it this spring. That was awesome. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Speaking That's of why destroyed, I... I had my taxes done last week, and I got literally destroyed. I I. I must not be withholding enough from my stuff during the year because, uh, I mean, it was like shock. Like, I expected I was going to owe money because I never come out ahead, but it was like a – it was an astronomical amount of money. Like – Yeah, you got you got effed? It made me nauseous. <laughs> I've had that before. It's going to change my plans for the year. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I had one year where it was like, oh, uh, when I used to sell cars, and they were like, oh, you owe like twenty eight hundred dollars, and it's like, <laughs> uh, I sell cars, and the first day I started selling cars was September twelfth, two thousand one. I don't have uh, twenty eight hundred dollars to pay you. <laughs> like, I, I, I that's you don't not understand. Easy. I've already guilted all my relatives <laughs> into getting a car. Right. <laughs> like I'm on the yeah. brink of being fired. Yeah. Well, you know, like that goes back to my luck. Like I said, that was the first day literally that I started selling cars was September 12th, 2001. The day after. When the economy took a huge shit, that's when I decided, that's when I'm going to start selling cars today. Commission work sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was my first scheduled day. Like I had, I actually had to go in on the 11th to fill out like employment paperwork. So yeah, like. Yeah, my very first day was September 12th. Not a good day to start selling cars. Oh, or yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. True. It was rough. You know what made me <laughs> mad was, um, you know, of course, we, we just paid off April student loans, you know, which we've been working on for the past, like, eight years. And uh, so we log on, you know, we're trying to get all of our tax stuff ready to go to H&R Block. And for some reason... Like, the interest that we paid on her loans last year is not eligible for deduction. What? Something to do with it being, like, privately held loans or something like that. I have privately held loans that I deduct the interest every year. I don't know why it was, but, like, the website would not even, like, the the Navient or whatever it is, the the student loan website, it, like, wouldn't even generate a form for us to give to the, the tax people. Oh, oh shit! That's horseshit, dude. It was, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have accounted to. It wouldn't have totaled that much, anyways. But it just kind of made me mad. It's like one more, well, one of more course. little nipple twist. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
You fortunate fat fucks. <laughs> yeah. What's this? Hey, man, I just don't like doing stuff. Wouldn't be fat <laughs> if I liked doing stuff. <laughs> What's this link? Maybe so. That's a Which Triumph one? Tiger? Yeah. I thought the Tiger was the, uh, like, adventure bike. Is this an old one? Yeah. Oh, it is, 1973. I was, 1973. Looking, up, I was you... looking up old uh, race bikes. I just stumbled upon this link for old race bikes, and I came across this this Honda that, that they made in 1966. It was a 125. Made in, the engine was made entirely out of magnesium, and it was a five-cylinder. Five-cylinder, four-stroke, dual overhead cam, nine-speed transmission. Dude, Jeez. that was just somebody being like, I'm going to engineer the dumbest thing. Ever. Well, they it, it revved up to 23,000 RPM and would stall if it went under 17,000 RPM. Wait, was oh this a... Uh, it was a two-stroke, <clears throat> though, right? No, it was a four-stroke. It was a twin-cam four-stroke. Because I feel like I saw something similar to that. Was it I a guess five cylinder? They just yeah, the five cylinder. And and it just had to be it says relentlessly shifted essentially because it would stall. If it went under seventeen thousand RPM. Some dude won championship with it. Yeah, yeah, it's probably uh, yeah, right. needless to say it, it didn't make it to production. <laughs> no. That'd be awesome to have though. Uh there's that some that's when I, horrible. When I had that Mustang that uh the clutch in it. It had like a forty pound clutch in it. And it was actually like engineered to be ragged on and I didn't. And it was actually detrimental to the transmission to drive it easy the way I did. Because it was like made to pop the clutch like all the time. That and sounds yeah. a huge pain in the ass. I was gonna say that sounds like very incompatible with daily driving. Yeah. Well, it was a Cobra. It was, you know, I mean, it was, but it's like, uh, braggadocio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is still to this day, the coolest thing I've ever owned, but, but I, uh, yeah, like going into like, uh, I think it was fourth gear. It would kind of, it was getting to where like it would sort of, you had to kind of almost force it in and I didn't rag on it. I didn't drive it like an idiot or there was a lot of things that that car probably could have been, you know, I, like I said, Ford ended up actually buying it back because it stalled and I don't know. It was just kind of a rough, maybe there was just something completely wrong with it, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. This has been, I think this is our longest podcast. Yeah, it definitely is. It's just when you, so. you know, when you prepare so much subject matter, it's hard to turn yeah. it off, right? <laughs> Everybody uh, just think, puts so uh, much homework into this one. People will be like re-listening to this one a couple times. <laughs> how, how long was the one with uh, Sweet Joe? Uh, I think I was on two thirteen one time. I, I don't know. The one with Sweet Joe was pretty long too. Yeah, but, I thought that yeah. was like two hours and some change. I think the first one I did was like two and a quarter. So. I think we just need like a, a f- Friends of 30 T show where we uh, 
we have like a big round table discussion with like Mike and Sweet Joe and Candy and April and maybe a couple other people and it's just everyone Shit. screaming over each other. Get every yeah. single person that's been on and just <laughs> We'll do it in an auditorium. Yeah. Open forum. Yeah, so that it's echoey too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Man. Alright, you dipshits. Wrap it up. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Uh yep, we're gonna keep on keeping on doing all of these. Uh we're not we're not on a schedule. We have just embraced the fact, I think, that we're not on a schedule. We'll put out an episode when we want. Uh if you don't like that, we're very sorry. Keep listening. Yeah, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to send us money to coerce us otherwise. Yeah. And we will possibly hurry up. We're start. We're gonna start a Patreon, and every rewards tier is just gonna be close-up pictures of my butt hole. <laughs> oh, wow! Not because it's sexy, but just because I'd I'd like another set of eyes on it to make sure everything looks, you know, kosher. This could be me. I'm I'm not completely sure that's a good idea, but uh, I know. Especially I mean, being that they're already all over the internet. <laughs> I know, everybody's seen that. Everybody's yeah. already seen it. Right now that guy in Atlanta's like, really? He's like, oh, take my money, please. <laughs> What's some of that doo-doo puss? Yeah. <laughs> the just, worst term ever. He just passed out. He's not even going to buy a car now. He just thought too much about it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn it, I was going to go buy a car that day. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a yeah. great uh have a great week and we will talk to you later. See you, yeah. folks.